The Waddle and Sylvie podcast is brought to you by BlueChew.com. Get the chewables that give you the confidence you need and the performance you both want when it's time to have fun. BlueChew.com. Use code Vegas for $20 off your first order. Now, Waddle and Sylvie. All right, thank you, first of all, to Jesse uh, for always being a great co-host. Yurko will be back tomorrow. We're live tomorrow and Thursday up at Bears Training Camp at Hallis Hall. And then Friday, we're out with a few whiskey at Fuller House, downtown Hinsdale. It's a great place. Come see us to wrap the week on Friday. Thanks to Kevin Zipak and Justin Pottinger for producing the show today. And thanks to Jamer Candelario for joining us. It was that was fun. a great line, that StatCast line. We got to check great. the StatCast. That, that was, was a funny. good line by him. Yeah, that was when really goes, funny. Go check StatCast, really. Yeah. <laughs> I heard funny. you guys talking about how many good. home runs That's, that he and, left in and the And he park. laughed and he joked. He goes, we should look at the StatCast, yeah. data. we'll find out how many more home runs yeah, I Yeah, they must have. talk about it a lot that as was players funny. in Detroit. He, he also you gave know? you a good question. Yeah, I, yeah, I got a good question out of it for the black and the year. I think you're lapping the field. He was a, he was a, you know what I love about guys like him? Willing participant. Totally. Yeah. Like, if you don't want to do the interview, just say, you know what, I'd rather not do the interview. But if you're going to do the interview, like, he was... Totally engaged. Good. Yeah, yeah and, he was. and trying hard. English, not his first language, right? And but still willing to, tr- you know, put up. I mean, we're putting up with him. We're asking him to do it. You know. Yeah, I know. So uh, I remember him from sixteen and seventeen. He was such the nicest guy then, and he still is. So he's a guy you can really root for. Crosstalks brought to you by Club Hawthorne and the betting bars featuring horse racing, video slots, and sports betting throughout the Chicagoland area. So check those out. Waddle and Sylvie are here for your ride home. Did we ever Tuesday. figure out why uh, Bill Cower was in town? <laughs> it was so perfect. We spent John, a lot of time talking about it yesterday. Like John he was, Greenberg's column in the Athletic mentioned it. It was so funny. It really was. He was he, he was Major League Baseball meat shield for the White Sox yesterday. Yeah. Unbelievable man. I'm telling you. Like, uh, yeah. and then I was even spinning it the other way. It's like, why would Bill Cower want to be why? there? Why? <laughs> like, like, like you, why? you know where I, I? I've got very few weeks before I have before to be football. on CBS. <laughs> uh, you know where I want to go? I want to go to a White Sox game. <laughs> you know, I'm going tomorrow night. I'm taking the kids. But it's more just because I want it before school starts. I want to get to another game, and it's yeah, the Yankees. It, and it's a good environment for the kids. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. Before Major League well, Baseball shuts well, the team down. I'll tell you, Jerry walking around on that field smoking a cigar beforehand is just such a kick in the balls to well, every when he, when he, well, It's like, I here, mean, guys, line up, stand, open up your legs, now watch this. Bam! That's what, that's what, Blow some that's, cigar smoke that, in your face. That's what Bill Cowher was there for. He Un- was the honorary kick in the nuts guy. Unbelievable. He said... <laughs> Load up the Timberland, and he's the one that Jerry brought him in to kick you in the balls, Car. Greenberg said Cowher's going to be the next manager. <laughs> and, and at least they'll run and play defense. I thought that was a That's great true. line. They probably would good. do that. They might need <laughs> Bill Cowher. I didn't want Bill uh, Cowher to be the Bears coach, but maybe Bill Cowher is the Sox coach. They, they'll they control the clubhouse. Right? Bro, yeah. yeah, they need that. Sylvie yeah. was saying this upstairs, and there's 100% uh, you know, an agreement with it. It's just the optics of Jerry being there. It's terrible. But, but when somebody asks, hey, any chance you can give us a minute, he no blows him off. Yeah, like, what do you like? What are you smoking a cigar for when Look, your team's twenty two games below five hundred? You, you're the most dysfunctional franchise in the sport right now. And as as media things go, at the A's, after the A's are trying to suck. That's true. yeah, right, exactly. After two this is years, competitive window. After two years of poor play, 
and then the team being blown up, and then the things that went on in Cleveland and then Middleton, this was the day for him to talk. This was yes. it. Absolutely. This was it, and he chose not to, and that is telling. Just Here's a benefit, though. like a peacock smoking a cigar. Here's a I mean, positive. Of, you know, like, Listen, if we were the home of the, the Orioles and we were giving them this business, not only would we be fired, we'd be in jail right the now. Only compliment, <laughs> true, Waddle. It's right. the only compliment I gave them today. I'm like, at least they don't muzzle us. Well, yes. I, I said earlier, Sylvie, watch out on that pregame show, buddy. Yeah, you better watch, oh, yeah. Yeah, watch out. <laughs> <laughs> Look. He, the the best example of what this guy did, Kevin Brown, with the Orioles about talking about past uh, failures. That's all we did with the Cubs. Everything as the Cubs got good yeah. was in um, with the with the asterisk of it's been 108 years. Everything yeah. was based on uh, hey, nothing has happened since 1908. It's always been that way. All he was doing was they've sucked at the trop in the last so-and-so. So everything, when you talked on a Cubs basis, they hadn't won a pennant since 1945. They hadn't won a World Series since 1908. Their stats that you cite, what Kevin Brown did was simply like... That's that's what you do as a broadcaster to put in per perspective on a team's failure over the last few years. No one knows that more than Cubs and Sox fans as it was 88 years for Sox yes, fans. Of course. And it was 108 I, years I, for Cubs I, fans. I, like Black made a good point, too. You, go, you know those were in the game notes. When you walk into the oh, press box. They already showed the game notes. And they were in the game notes. They showed you the game notes. Yeah. I mean, like, what, what are we doing here? And Jesse and I were saying there's got to be something else, maybe, right? Yeah, maybe there's something there's else. There's got to no. be a no, no, no! It's the Orioles. It's the the the, the, it, the something else is it's owned by the Angelos family. What'd you think of like all the play-by-play -play guys uniting it. and loved tweeting it. and talking about it on their own broadcast? I loved it. Did thought, you know? Did you hear cool. Gary Cohn? Like you mentioned, Gary. Cohn. I was sitting twenty feet away from him. I, I did not hear <laughs> Gary. Oh, I mean, listen to this. I heard K. Well, hold on. Listen okay. to this. All right. Well, we were just in Baltimore watching a resurgent Orioles team. That has really gotten the attention of the fans there. They're a young team. They're fun to watch. They're in first place in the American League East. They are just having a great season. And in the midst of that today, the Baltimore Orioles organization draped itself in utter humiliation <laughs> with their treatment of one of their young broadcasters, a guy named Kevin Brown, who is one of the great young talents in broadcasting in this game. That's line to center field, and Bellinger makes the catch one out. During a recent game at Tropicana Field in St. Petersburg, Kevin, during his opening, talked about how the Orioles had had trouble winning in the past at Tropicana Field, but that they were doing better this year. That was really all he said. And for that, the Baltimore Orioles management decided to suspend Kevin Brown. Let me just say one thing to Baltimore Orioles management. You draped yourself in humiliation when you fired John Miller, and you're doing it again. And if you don't want Kevin Brown, there are 29 other teams who do. It's a horrendous decision by the Orioles. I don't know what they were thinking, but they've gotten exactly the reaction that they deserve. And it's just a shame because the Orioles are playing so well, and now they've diverted attention from that. Amen. 
Someone needs to dub in Castellanos' home runs over all these tributes to Kevin Brown. Someone needs to do that. Because there By were the like, way, every you, broadcast did it. Every broadcast well, did well, it. And Jess, what I was going to say is, is you know that they just completely stepped all over themselves. When you get, look, this, this, this profession can be filled with cannibals. Yeah. Like it is yeah. a yeah. very polluted yeah. environment in a lot of ways. If you think professional sports is competitive, yeah. wait till you get a load of this yeah. industry in certain ways. But universally and, and to collectively, everyone was pulling on the same end it of the band, rope. Uh, banded yeah. together. Yeah. And that doesn't happen very often. No. It doesn't. It doesn't. I was, I'm imagining, I'm going to ask Boog tonight, there must have been a little text chain going on. Hey, let's, let's, let's help this guy out. Right. Because it's, our, it's everybody. Like it, it, Anybody can get censored. And so if you allow it to happen, it could happen somewhere else. And that's the last thing broadcasters should be. That's Let funny. them be honest. I wonder if there is a, a Major League Baseball I, I bet uh, there is. play-by-play text, play text chain. I bet you there is. Oh, I, I, bet, bet, I bet it's very clicky. I don't think everyone no, I but bet they you're all right. probably communicated with each other. Like, find some way. I mean, Benetti's was classic. He I just, could see Boog being you know. the, the ringleader, too. Boog's kind of the guy everyone loves. You know, knows. He knows everybody, I should say. Like so I can, I can ask Boog, Boog tonight. You know, yeah. like the, the heavy hitters. Tom Brenneman's sure. still getting those texts. <laughs> <laughs> He's still on that chain. Yes, can you imagine yeah, if so you, right you're pulled right. off the text chain of the play-by-play yes, play guys? The, he, they have, they, they have, <laughs> Tom Brenneman has been blocked. That would suck, yes. So good too. He was. He was. You know, he was always. As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. <laughs> we gotta work it in. Someone's got to dub that. I in. don't know. It, it, the it's really just an appalling decision. If that indeed is why they took him off the air and he hasn't been on in two weeks. But Sylvie's right. Is it, it is the Orioles. It is the Orioles. Appalling. That, yeah. That's what and I think. Such a good story. Did they, they fire the person who put the game notes together, well, or did they like suspend that person? There's probably 12 people that were responsible for getting that graphic up. And think how you know, severe like, this this suspension has been. Seriously, this has right. been two weeks. <laughs> I, I, I mean, and, and it's a winning baseball team. They're a great oh, team. Yeah, they're great. They're so much fun. Like they're like, such a good story. Uh, it, it, Jesse, for you, because circling back to the Sox, yeah. I heard your discussion earlier. You cited me for bringing up the term due diligence with the mm-hmm. Bulls and the Sox, and it's what it, what drives me crazy about the Sox and why I get super passionate. I heard other callers calling, too. I, I, I think I've struck a chord with a fellow Bulls fans, too, on the Sox topic and why why it's important for other Bulls fans to to be passionate about the White Sox, even if you don't root for them, because this the same problems have been going on with the Bulls for years. They roll downhill, right? Right, and it's the due the lack of due diligence. I have compiled a list. If you want it, Carm, that oh, I, 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 do. I love oh, when you do this. I love when like, you do like, this. Like again, and it's just <laughs> people kick in the nuts. instead of just, just like stand there, instead like. of just me saying like it's they suck. I I, I have like actual yeah. Proof of that. Proof. Like, like, right. Like, reasons on why I criticize They're them. They're called eyeballs. Like, right, yeah, right, yeah, right, right, right. I don't need right. proof. Right. I, I watch. Right. I mean, we could yell at them and, and things like this, but these are tangible things that they have done on why we say they don't do their work. Like, simple work. Like, okay, why don't their players work? Why don't their players in the clubhouse work well maybe because their ownership and their front office people don't work right think about yeah. that it, yeah. they set the standard and like I, I could show you with both teams so 
You have an all-time winning manager in Ozzie Gann, right? He wins the World Series for the first time. He's beloved. You trade him to the Marlins. And you need a manager now. Right. Sox management decides not to conduct a managerial search. They say, we don't want to do the work. We know who our guy is. We're hiring Robin Ventura. Robin Ventura says, no, I don't want the job. Kenny says, yes, you do. Robin (laughs) says, no, I don't. don't. Yes, you do. And then Kenny says, yes, you do. And they ultimately hire Robin. They don't do a search. They don't do interviews. They don't go out and, and talk to people. They hire Robin Ventura. How did that go? Okay? Same thing with Ricky Renneria. Ricky Renneria is fired. It is time to hire another manager. They don't let their general manager who built the team hire the next manager. Instead, the owner goes out and he hires a guy who's been out of baseball for a decade, coming off a DUI charge where he made a bad decision. And he says, you are going to be my next manager. They didn't interview any candidates. They didn't go around the league and talk to people on who is the next up-and-coming guy. The general manager wanted to hire A.J. Hinch. They didn't do the work. Those are two examples that I could give you with the White Sox. With the Bulls, the same thing has happened. Um, The Bulls fire Phil Jackson, one of their all-time leading coaches, just like with Ozzie, with the White Sox. One of. I mean, come on. He is one of the all-time greatest coaches in the history of the game. Um, And Jerry Krause has always wanted to hire Tim Floyd. Tim Floyd. They didn't conduct a coach's search. They didn't talk to any runner around the league. They handed the job to Tim Floyd. How did that go? Not so good. Years later. (laughs) I covered those teams. Years later, another guy fell in their lap that they did do due diligence on, Tom Thibodeau. They fired Tom Thibodeau after another dispute that Reinsdorf teams always have. They start arguing with their own guys, just like they did with Ozzie with the White Sox. They start fighting with Tibbs. And they're like, you know what? We're not going to do a search. We're going to hire a guy we've always been infatuated with. His name is Fred Hoiberg. Back to Iowa State. We didn't do a search. We didn't talk to assistant coaches. We don't talk to people around the league. We just go out and we don't do our homework and we hire Fred Hoiberg. How'd that go? You fire Fred Hoiberg. Again, you don't do a coaching search. You don't put an interim tag on Jim Boylan's name. You give him the job. And even when the season ends, you don't do another coaching mm-hmm. search. You give him the job. These are all things on why Jerry Reinsdorf's teams don't win, why they're dysfunctional, and why it rains from the top. You want to know why you have players who don't work? Because your front office doesn't do homework. They don't want to put in the due diligence. Due diligence. They don't want to do the work. Um, I gave you an example weeks ago when the Bulls, six weeks before the draft, yeah. they stopped doing homework on a yeah. first-round pick in Hutchinson. And Chandler Hutchinson. Chandler baby. Hutchinson, the same draft where Jalen Brunson was drafted a few picks later. They said, we're promising you, don't work out for anybody else. We're going to pick you late in the first round. They don't want to do any more work. They didn't interview. They didn't work out anybody else. They didn't want to put in the work. You want to know why players don't work. It's because the front office doesn't work. Kenny doesn't work. Rick doesn't work. 
Jerry doesn't work. They don't win because of this stuff. This is a systemic problem that starts at the top. It is enabled by the owner. And until this is stopped being enabled, both teams, the Bulls and the White Sox, will never win anymore. They were saved by Michael Jordan. Yes, they were. They were saved by lucking into Derrick Rose. And, and one year of baseball. One, one year. year. This yes. team's going to be saved by Bill Cower. Count it. <laughs> yes, you got it, Waddle. We're going to run the football and play defense. We're going to run and play defense. It's right. Whoever's there with John Greenberg. And it it extends to the the more specific parts of the world I cover baseball. What have we talked about? Due diligence on knowing what makes Moncada drive, if anything. Knowing that Clevenger's in trouble before you sign him. Yes. Which was an easy thing to figure out. Of course. Do your homework. It's player development. It's player acquisition. There's not the... They'll claim, there's due, there's, they'll claim there's due diligence, but it's not due diligence at the professional elite level that, it, that you need to win. Okay, so Jess, now, now what do they do? It sounds like that, that Rick is being, and, and, you know, I mean. Could he, be on his way out, maybe. Well, I'm maybe, saying, like, he maybe. could be set up to be the one to take all the of the blame. Guy. He's going to be the fall guy. And, and look, I mean, you can he point to things that, yeah, that he hasn't done. He hasn't They're done. Okay. put it all on him. This is what I'll say. They'll put it all at on Rick. Somewhere. They need strong leadership. I don't know if it's a player, a manager, or certainly the front office would help. They need a strong leader that is allowed to lead um, and, not, and not just take his job for granted because Jerry allows for that to happen. So that's my answer, Waddle. In some of these, one of these positions or multiple, they need strong I know leadership. that, like, but there's, we've had this conversation a thousand times, Jess. We know what they need and we know what they should do. And what they will do and what they have done in the past has been an entirely separate conversation. So, like, we're left with the prediction. I called it, and again, we are prisoners of the moment, so I get it. And you could probably highlight things where this isn't rock bottom. That was rock bottom. But this really does feel like, like at least for now. Feels like you're getting close. So if you're not going to make a significant (laughs) change now... Then it's starting to feel like never. maybe Kenny, right. uh, like Rick, is going to be lined up well, here to. But that's not enough. But that's not. No, that's not absolutely. enough. But it's, he it's, need, I mean, listen, it's not going to be enough, Sylvie, until it, someone buys the team after. It's Jerry probably goes. not that, enough, that, Sylvie. But but if for some reason they do make the right hire, the, the next great but, but, Tampa but Bay Rays you guy, trust, you bring him in. So you knows? trust Kenny? No, I don't. To, to guide. No. To, so no. That, and then what is Kenny got the ear? Or, or is Kenny still calling uh, other general managers and making trades? What has he done? No. Why, I, why yeah. does he deserve it, to stay? It, it won't be enough. He, Rick will be this sacrificial lamb, but it won't be enough. You're right. And it's right. not going to be enough until uh, Jerry Bill is... Bill Cowher's is, named is, coach is, and general manager. No, it's almost like the Bears. You guys railed. They, they, they didn't have leadership. They didn't have a president. Then they finally got into the new century here, and they have the hierarchy that, that makes sense over at the Bears, right? That's what they need. That's, that's Even what with could the happen. same owner. Yeah, that's Even what with the could same happen, owner. right. You mm. can have the same owner. If Jerry would just scrub it you think and say, so, right? I'm getting out of the way. Well, it gives you a chance. And, and I am doing and I am going out of the family. I don't need a former White Sox. Right, right, I am, right. I am, I am looking for the best guys, and I'm getting out of the way, and I'm hiring them, and I'm going to give them every dollar to build out the front office. I'm not 20 guys. I'm going to do player development. I'm going to scout differently. You are pennies on the dot. But I know you're crazy. And 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 for you to say that I'm crazy, 
says it all. I know. Yeah. Like, for Sox you to home, think that you should have a home syndrome. I know. He's got socks home syndrome. I, I mean... You look at I these do. successful teams like in Cleveland. You don't Tampa. think the Gar- you don't think the Guardians uh, GM would leave in a heartbeat if you paid him a little bit more? You know what I mean? Like well, right. you, I, met, I, there's, there's you com- mentioned it. You mentioned it weeks ago. Everywhere. Like you, if if, and I know people giggle about it, but if you could convince Theo Epstein to come oh, over there, give him a we, share of the come team. On, come on, give him give him a share of the team. Cap and I have talked I about this. Where you give him, uh, you pay him with a share of the team, and he gets. Write a first refusal to buy the team. This is a man After, that with, doesn't welcome Michael sells. Jordan back into the fold. I, I know, I he's wish. not. He's not Run giving the team. anything. But the, here's the. But this is the sad part, Jess, because like, and, and I'm not being critical of you, but I. Yeah. There are several, the, several legitimate options. Of course. There are several different Oops. avenues that they could take, but they just they won't right, take they them. Won't like, consider promoting them. Chris Getz isn't one of no. them. No. Like no. you can't do that and and like listen to this. Cuz he's like, part of Carm. the like nothing against Chris, but like he is too much a part of what's wrong. It's a family. Yeah. Yes. Well, Sylvie, yeah. you're not going to like this and this is a text from someone else. Uh, you know, Kenny's kid works in the in the uh oh, in the God. farm system. I just want to tell yeah, you like oh, a, of, of course, I mean, thing like, going on over there. Of course. So, are they going to score nine points again? That's all is they Kenny's do. Kenny's kid punch. the next GM. I'm like, ah, yeah, just yeah, maybe. But but like <laughs> for this is like the Sox, what do you call it? The Sox Sox home syndrome. Sox home syndrome. Stockholm syndrome. Sox home. I have not heard you guys say that. Hey, listen, I got T-shirts coming, Jesse. Think about the really payroll. Good. Best work. Think That's about the really payroll. Good. Hold on, Jesse. Think yeah, about sorry. the payroll that Tampa has. Yeah. Think about the lack of people that they draw. But think about the the money that they put into player development and scouting and analytics. Same with and, Cleveland. And and, and and you don't think no. you think it's an impossibility? I know. In Chicago, the third largest market. Yep. That you think it's an impossibility that your owner would invest in that. Yes. Isn't that sad? Well, think about what that says. It's terrible. It's what it's it's what we've been saying about the way he's run this team for f- more than four decades. I, I think I think it's Tommy's terrible. right. If it doesn't happen in this moment, meaning sometime it will soon, never it'll never happen. And frankly, we should stop talking. I about would say it. this it, as well, it, guys. It, 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 it's set. You you, know? The professional franchises have become immune to losing money. And by that, I mean there is such a and, – and the, the NFL is the king. If you lost money as an NFL franchise, you've just done the unthinkable. You have yeah. solved every mystery in the, in the history of the world. <laughs> and baseball, because of the new revenue streams now, is kind of the same. It's not to the same degree. But when there's really when, – when, when the opening day of the season comes and you're guaranteed to make a poo ton of money – like. The, there's a lack of motivation to be proactive and make changes. It just, I mean, that's the nature Not of the beast. Not for everybody, though. No, I, I get it. Yeah. But I'm saying, for like, every owner. for those that, that like to be comfortable and don't like change, you're still, you know what would inspire them if, in fact, they lost $45, $50 million. But what? they're not going to. Yeah, I mean they'll claim they are, but I don't know what's well, right. Not. Yeah. I, I There's no major league that. baseball team losing money. Cap said he's heard the Padres are, will lose a substantial right. amount, uh, uh, the, but that's the also will, San Diego. And the Mets like will the, lose it, apparently. I don't know what's true or not. I can't figure that out. See, the Mets teams, I have a harder time buying because of the market they're in. Like that was like I get San Diego's like the 28th market out of the yeah, 30. Yeah. You know, but that's a, that's also a short term. 
That, that like I bet you if you use a five year scale right, here, right, maybe they're yeah. not going to be underwater. Maybe and, and certainly um, the valuation of the team keeps going up. Well, that's that is the undeniable. point as well. You that's may be undeniable. losing operating cash, yes, but as right. long as the value of your asset keeps appreciating at the rate that they're appreciating now, net net you're ahead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the other thing right. is you won't spend money to make money. You know, spend on the payroll, you'll have more fans come, you have of a winner, course. you play playoff games, you make more money. What do you guys have Just coming up? Just in the front office. Uh, yeah. So I, I want, we're, we will play you the trail again. We, we did this last week, but we got another clue yesterday, we believe. Though there's no audio from it, it's from the Paul Sullivan tweet. Right. Is there, is there more evidence than ever yeah. that Rick Hahn is the fall guy? Right. Will we know by the end of the year that Rick Hahn is going to be the guy who leaves the franchise. Yeah. Um, he, 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 there was a question he did not want to answer yesterday, which I thought was weird. I don't know about know you guys. About, so yeah. we'll, we'll discuss that coming up next. If you want to weigh in, again, 312-332-3776 in the wake of the Tim Anderson thing and Jesse's article. Jesse, you better not. I will say this. When you walk into that building, if, if anybody in that organization gives you grief over your article, you, you just hold up a mirror. That's what you should do. You should bring yeah. one of those uh, mirrors that like people use to put on makeup yeah. and say, no, you look in this thing, That's pal. It. That's for this, sure. This for is sure. on you. You do yeah, like the sure. time. Remember Prince in the time? You yeah. know, uh, Morris Day in the time yeah, where yeah. he always carried the – yeah, Perfect. Yep. Carry yeah, the mirror with you. Just good work, buddy. I'm going to be there tomorrow just like always, you know. That's yeah, the job. Great work. And Barstool Big Cat at 4. We've got a, a report from Bears Camp today at 5. So we've got plenty to do right, today. Boys. Three three two three seven seven six. If you want you to need react. a hug, Carl? No, yeah, I'm good. You I'm sure? Good. I'll take one. I like See it. Give me a hug. Just thank you. Hug and a bourbon. Give me a bourbon. Uh, maybe a bourbon. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, boy. Yeah. What about a burger? One of those little yeah. sip. You know, little yeah, a couple ounces. No, no. Well, you want to watch me drink the whole glass? Get a big boy. Waddle and Sylvie, we'll get you home next. We'll see you tomorrow uh, live at Bears Camp at Hallis. Waddle and Sylvie, from our State Street studio to your hellish commute home, we're there with you making it bearable. Never mind. Back to Waddle and Sylvie on ESPN Chicago. Gorgeous summer day in the city. We got Bears later, Big Cat at four. Some Cubs uh, discussion, too. Waddle and I are both on the Cubs tonight as well. I just made a play. Yeah, wait, we haven't made a play in a while. I have not. Well, I did. I made but one yeah, last week. Last, but last then I night. Lost. I lost. I won last week. I lost last night. I told you, and you didn't like that I gave you the I told you so. But Smiley's... Well, no, that's like a day that ends in a while. But Smiley's not the one to gamble on. When Smiley pitches, I know they're hitting. Just playing a heater, man. It's 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 really tough to dig out of that hole. I mean, like... I, You're spotting them five every game. Like, sometimes they'll dig out of that five. Yeah. But... You're, digging, a heater, you're bro. digging out of five when Smiley's on the mound. Sometimes Tonight, you win, sometimes you lose. Sometimes you're the bug, other days you're the windshield. I had Garrett Cole in the Yankees last night. Got kicked right in the nuts yeah. on that one. That was a smarter play in the Sox oh, won. thanks. But tonight, tonight the Cubs' hottest pitcher is pitching. Okay. Well, then I'm going to put the whole house on it. Yeah, well, don't put the house on it. No. I thought you, you sold your house I anyway. Did. So you don't have a house to play. You have. don't have a house to play. I don't. I don't. You're ho- homeless. Well, yeah. I mean, it's you're, true. Yeah, I mean, um, but, I'm a renter, but yeah, I don't I don't have a home. You're right about that. Three three two three seven seven six. I bet 20 bucks on the Cubs tonight. 
That's oh, an enormous that's play. Two unit play or you are five you're that's I'm a, a four unit guy. Yeah. Four unit play. Yeah, I played one unit on the uh on the uh, Yankees. I'm a two and a half unit guy tonight. Are you? Well, I'm a t- I'm a ten dollars is my unit. But I also got the uh the the uh the odds boost that you pointed out to me. DraftKings. So all I gotta have is the Cubs beat the Mets. They don't have to win by run and a half, two runs, so I uh, just gotta win. There's a fifty percent odds boost. Yeah. So it gives you the pl- uh, like they're like plus one eleven or that plus one fifteen. After the boost. After the boost. Yeah. Yeah. And for some reason I only got them maximum bet of ten dollars well, with the odds you've boost. Wrecked them. I mean you've taken so much of their money because as you Waddle told got me so twenty dollar maximum you told bet. me so. I mean if you're gonna throw out the told me so's, you probably have taken thousands of dollars from, from DraftKings. I'm gonna play you this. Um we did find the audio on this. There there is more like there is more I don't know if it's like big time evidence, but there's more hmm stuff out there that it's just mounting on the south side about could Rick Hahn be the odd man out or be leaving the organization at the end of the year that there's just a lot of weird stuff being said this was at the end of the press conference yesterday in exchange with Paul Sullivan from the Tribune Talking about, and it starts with him, in case you don't understand it, it's Sully asking him, are you the right man still for this job and to continue to build this up? Take a listen to this exchange. Go ahead, Paul. Do you get why a lot of people don't believe you should be the one to fix this? Absolutely. Absolutely. And what would you say to that? I mean, it's... uh... Uh, I would say to that, I absolutely get that. It's the nature of pro sports. The fact of the matter is... uh, I probably wasn't as smart as everyone thought I was when I was winning Executive of the Year a couple of years ago or when uh, Publications was naming me whatever the hell you name me, Chicago Sports Person of the Year. Uh, and the odds are I'm probably not as stupid as people think I am now. Uh, but this is the nature of, of the beast and the nature of pro sports. Uh, and look, it, it, at the end of the day, uh, whether I'm here or not, it's going to come down to any of Jerry Reinsdorf or Kenny Williams or myself feeling I'm not the right guy going forward. You wouldn't step down or anything? Uh, we'll, again, we're trying to beat the Yankees tonight. Let's see what happens over the next few weeks. You wouldn't step down, would you? And, he's, and then he was starting to say, we'll see. And then he said, we're trying to beat the Yankees. But even before that, again, he said, look, uh, about next year, that's up to Kenny Williams, that's up to Jerry Reinsdorf. It seems like there's more of a wait and see about his status for next year. If I, I mean, look, uh, it's hard to put yourself in somebody's shoes, but you would think if you were in that situation, your first response, just your reflex would have been, look, I'm not happy about this. This is my mess. Of course, I'm going to stay here and clean up my own mess. Yes, yes. I, by all means, I don't want to step down. I want to clean up. I don't want to leave it 23 under. That's right. what they were before yesterday's win. I want I want to see this through. And it's not the nature of the beast in professional sports. I think that we all kind of lean on that, or we've all probably been guilty of leaning on that in the past. It's the nature of business. This doesn't just happen in professional sports. If you're running a donut shop and the donut shop goes to hell in a handbasket. Yeah. And your poor service and your margins are down and you're unsuccessful. Guess what? Yeah. You're looking for a new general manager of the donut shop. Sure, sure. So I just think that it's, you know, it, 
the, the, I've always said this to you. bottom line business in whatever regardless, business. And, and, and the one thing about sports is that when times are good, everybody loves you and the money comes pouring in. The downside is when times are bad, all of your mistakes and all of your warts are out there in the public for people to see. So you can be in the private sector and be doing poorly and the rest of the world doesn't see that. Yeah, I just think it's weird. Waddle, are you are you stepping down from the show tomorrow or, or this year? I've thought about no, it. Or, no, I'm not. Like, anybody who's got a job, if I were to ask you, are you stepping down from your job? Not voluntarily. Right. No, I'm not stepping down. Danny could fire me. I'm not stepping down. Right. So, like, Rick Hahn to say you sounded no. Like, you, you sounded like Leo in uh, Wolf of Wall Street there. I ain't going. And, and so this was Rick Hahn last week. This was Rick Hahn last week. That was yesterday. This was Rick Hahn last week. As always, I think, uh, you will hear directly about what the plan is for the people in charge. For the people in charge. That was about 2024. It sounds like... like, like And then remember this, Kim Ng. So we got the... You know, the time was ticking on on the clock in terms of getting a deal done. Um, We decided... You know, we probably had a handful of deals that that we thought were there uh, or close to being there. Uh, but really felt that we had to get one locked in. Um, so at that point, we decided to go with um, Mr. Berger. Uh, called Kenny Williams, got that one done in the books. Not too many deals between the Marlins and White Sox over the years I saw. Not too many, but considering I'm an alumni. Yeah, that's right. That, that's where it all started. Had a pretty good relationship <laughs> with Kenny. So Kenny's making deals. Rick won't deny that he's stepping down at the end of the year. Won't say for sure. And then in the other bite in the Zoom of the trade deadline said it's for who who this, whoever's in charge in 2024. As always, I think uh, you will hear directly about what the plan is for the people in charge. So I like it's just there's a lot of there's a trail here. And I'm not saying that it's for sure, but there seems to be weird mounting evidence that something could happen. I'm sure he's starting to feel the uh, he's starting to read the tea leaves and and feel the read the room. And and there is going to be somebody that is probably going to be sent home. And it's much more likely that it would be Rick than it would be Kenny. Right. But again, like I've always said it with the Bears, it's just not enough to just go on this cycle or this. I used to call it the circle of suck with the Bears until you change the tip of the top. You're not like George McCaskey can do business differently when Kevin Warren is running things like a billion dollar football team. When when you're just drafting a quarterback one year with polls and then you're letting Ted hire or with pace when you're letting I did it the opposite. That's that's I not a penalty. I was just wondering whether or not that's we not needed a to wonder whether or not we it's, needed to it, go it, get some It's the game. opposite. It's the opposite game. I played the opposite way. Um, when 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 you then allow, remember the way they how backwards this was. Then you allowed Ted to conduct another search a, a year before he well, was. You're not going to get out. You're like, not going to get anybody to disagree with the point that that. It's got to go to the very top. Right. Getting rid of one isn't going to solve your problem. Jerry can still be the owner. Like, I can't yell at him to sell. 
but you can, he needs, but he's not going to listen. He's he's got to scrub. If he truly wants it done differently, he's got to scrub it all. And again, look, we, we, Rick says this is the nature of professional sports. Again, I go back to this is business, and it's not personal, and it's not. It's look. If this was any other business, and you've gone through the long litany of losing seasons and the lack of consistent success. If this was an, a, a just a normal business, an insurance business or real estate business or whatever it was, and you went through that stretch of time, that long period of time where you were underwater five times more often than you were profitable, and that's been the case of this team, they would change management. They would have changed management more than once. Long time ago. You're right. I mean, so again, this isn't just in the world of sports where you have an impatient fan base or you have an impatient environment. It's the, right. This is the world. I mean, this is the big di- business. The difference is, is their board members are making money. That's the difference. Uh, yes. Owen in Willowbrook. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Owen? Hey, guys. In 2004, ESPN and Sports Illustrated did a survey, and they said the Hawks, we're the worst franchise in sports out of the four major sports groups. I thought it was so Forbes. I, was it Forbes? Or no, it was, it was ESPN, too, okay. but it was, it was 2004. And, and the Sox have now attained that, I think. And, and the thing that changed, obviously, for the Hawks was when the old man died and works came in. But the key they did was they eventually brought in talent who knew how to draft talent and knew how to put people around there, guys that knew how to play the game. This guy... I don't care you can blade Williams, but Han, what's the first move he does? Trades Tatis for big game James, who gave up 10 runs in the two previous starts in the San Diego order, blasted him. Then he goes out and gets Adam LaRoche. This guy doesn't know talent. He doesn't know the game. you got to get a baseball guy in that operation that does know it. Yeah. Unfortunately, oh. they got the guy on Comcast that does the post-game show, but... That'll never happen. But, I mean... Chuck? You want Chuck to manage the team? (laughs) (laughs) Well played. Very good. Yeah, very good. Rather rather than what they've got now, yes. Here's the only difference. I agree that it's very very old man Wurtz-ish. The difference is the Sox don't treat their fans the way the Hawks treated their fans. Like... The, the the marketing side of the Sox is much better than the Blackhawks marketing side of this. The players side of things right. and the losing is on par with what the Blackhawks side of it. Mm-hmm. Like, remember, the Hawks games weren't on television. The The, the way they treated uh, a lot of their fans was was miserable. The Sox get that part right, but the winning part is, is really, really bad. 3-3-2. Three seven seven six. If you want to participate um, with this, and if you think they're they're going to make some changes, a lot of people don't. Um, and if you want to talk some baseball with us, three one two three three two three seven seven six. It's Waddle and Sylvie. Waddle and Sylvie are back. Are back. Follow the show on Twitter at Waddle and Sylvie and at T Waddle eighty seven. This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Do you see this? That um, front office sports is uh, reporting that Sports Center is going to do a whole piece on Kevin Brown, the suspended broadcaster from the Orioles tonight, and that ESPN is going to give him uh, even more national broadcasting now. 
Because he, he does, I think, college basketball for them, as it is. But uh, tonight on SportsCenter, they're going to feature his story on SportsCenter. So this is like, it's it's going to like make the Orioles just look so, so bad. They've got a hankering for looking bad, it sounds like. Like, they really don't do a whole lot of things well, except on, on the field these days. Yeah, and that's, and that's the shame, that just let your play do the talking and, and like, don't, don't get in the way. Don't Who get... makes that decision? Who makes the decision that, you know what, we're going to suspend him for basically reading the game notes? I think it starts, it starts at the top. I think it starts with that owner. Yeah, that's it's, weird. The, it's Peter Angelos' son that's running the team now, isn't it? Yeah, John Angelos. Yeah, he's not, like, he's had run-ins with other media members at different functions, too. Well, then When he's been your, asked yeah. about the team. Connect the dots, then. Yeah. Uh, Mike... There's somebody with enormously thin skin. Yeah. Mike and Tinley, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Mikey? Hi, fellas. Uh, I think it's uh, just a couple of things I noticed. I think it's, it's quite ironic that a right hook is the only thing Tim Anderson caught clean all year. Hello! Uh, uh, thank you. Uh, the uh, I think uh, they miss Jose Abreu in that clubhouse much more than they thought they would when they let him go. This guy begged to stay. Uh, Rick Hand. What the hell? Give him another shot. He does it every three years. He's maybe third time's a charm. And, a, uh, and my last thing is, if, if you're an owner and I have a manager who says, I tell the guys what to do and they don't do it, it's my fault. I would say, yeah, see ya. I mean, I don't get this thing at all. But uh, nice talking to you guys. Yeah, thanks, thanks, thanks Mike. Mike. Listen, I think a lot of people will tell you to your first point about Jose Abreu. Fabulous run in a White Sox uniform. But as Carmen has said this a number of times, there's this perception that he was this very loud vocal leader in there. And Carm, who's, you know, it's his favorite baseball team, has heard on a number of occasions that couldn't have been further from the truth. Right. Wasn't a bad guy. Wasn't it? Wasn't a cancer in the locker room, but just wasn't. Wasn't overseeing things in there. And for for I think he signed a three year, 60 million dollar deal that has not. That is not aged well. I was no. I was happy the Cubs didn't get him to play first base. He's hitting base. 237 with 10 home runs and 56 driven in at this point. Well, it's the season. one personnel move that they made that was was good. Yeah, he's got a 293 on base percentage. Yeah, that's not that's not worth the deal. No. So so I heard something. I think I heard Jesse or Carmen say something that did Pedro Grafol admit that he didn't want to institute all of his rules from the start? Did he? We have that audio. I'm shocked by that. How the hell does a new manager, when he takes over a team... What rules? And, if he wasn't going to use his own rules, whose rules was he using? Like, that's when you institute all your rules. is from the very start, and once then you win over the team, maybe you scale things back. But at the very beginning, you, you absolutely institute all your rules from the start. Well, and the problem, too, is that you don't even recognize saying that now out loud is a bad thing, Oh, my too. God. Right? Like, like fine. If, if, you, if you, it was your first gig and you had the misstep of not recognizing you should lay down the law to set the tone when you got in the office, don't then retroactively go and say out loud, hey, you know what I did wrong? You're telling everybody on yourself. Yeah. Uh, Shay Norling had a great question this morning on um, shot or no shot. He asked the question in Chicago sports, which player in the wake of the Tim Anderson fight and at once was the guy that the Sox had their marketing 
uh, their whole marketing campaign around change the game. It was based on Tim Anderson changing the game. Which which player do you remember has had the f- furthest fall from grace? Fall from grace. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. We'll have that discussion coming up.